Hello everybody, welcome back to Outside the Huddle. It's our predictions podcast for week 12's games. And it's Andy back alongside James and of course Lee Wakefield's back with us again for this one. How are we doing fellas? Yeah, all good. Yeah, all good. Hoping uh, hoping to get some good predictions in the in the bank here. <laughs> Feeling confident, are we? Uh, mixed bag. I mean, I've done a couple of things. I've explained to you guys that I've done a couple of these things on other podcasts and it's been one very, very good show in one pretty poor one. So, yeah, we'll see. It'd be nice if the NFL was a little bit more predictable like it usually is. <laughs> <laughs> it might help. Yeah, I feel like our relatively decent performance last season, James, is a very distant memory now. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the recap shortly, but... Um, I wanted to ask a very important question before we start, because it's on my mind at the minute. Obviously, we're heading towards that time of year and they're starting to crop up, so I just need to clear up. Have either of you two got your trees up yet? Um, normally, I'm very anti putting decorations up until December, but I haven't actually put them up. It isn't through me not wanting to put them up. Mm. It's just I've had a busy week and weekend. I did threaten to do it last week. I just didn't do it. <laughs> No, I, I am. I'm, he's a December person. I am a very much a December person. I yeah, very much so. My um, other half, she was saying to me this past weekend, she's like, "Oh, when should we put the tree up?" And I was like, "Oh, not till December." And she's like, "She's dying to put it up this weekend," which is what it's like a couple of days before, isn't it? So mm-hmm. she might just get away, but um, yeah, it's close enough. It's close enough. Yeah. And what about you, Andy? Have you done it? No, it's uh, it's this weekend. Well, yeah, we're going to get it on Saturday morning. So well, you ah, that's another question. So you're a real tree. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, yeah, we did. We we covered it, didn't we? Um, yeah. I can't believe it's come round again like that quickly. But yeah, we tried to have that fight. I lost that fight some years ago, and I'm just giving up. Giving up with it. It's just a real <laughs> one all the way now. So yeah, it's it's. It, but it is a nice experience going out to get it. You know, uh, not so much putting it up. The tree, uh, that is. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. That'll be Saturday, dealt with. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound, sound really miserable here, but I hate putting the decorations up and taking them down. It's like my, my girlfriend, like she she loves it. She puts music on, gets some chocolates in. She tries oh. to make like a bit of an event of it. And I just cannot wait to get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> I think the putting, it, the putting it up can be enjoyable. Like if you, but you have to be in the mood. It's to take taking them down. There is nothing worse. Like you'd start one. It's nice to get your front room back and everything else, but the actual effort of taking them down. You think, why did we even bother? I would rather. I'd rather just keep it up all the time and just not put lights on. <laughs> Christmas tree all year round. It just it just then becomes a house plant for the yeah. rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm we're uh, we're as much as real trees are much better. We have a fake one. I've never had a real tree. Um, maybe I should dive into this one year. Yeah. But the next question I've got then is, I mean, it's just this week is obviously Thanksgiving in America. We have no right to be really doing Thanksgiving in the sense that it's an American tradition. But does anyone bother with it? Like, do they make a bit of an effort for the meal, obviously with the games, or do they just like not bother? I find, for me, it's actually a bit of an inconvenience because I've obviously got work in the morning. You can't stay up late and watch it on a Thursday night because we've been working on the Friday. And yeah. I mean, what's it all about? It's just like pre-Christmas, like having another Christmas meal a month before Christmas. It's like, <laughs> what's it all about? I'm all for that bit, but yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> just coming up with a uh, you know a reason to do it. No, I won't be doing anything, James. Fair enough. Yeah, it's been it's, I've been doing it for about four years, but it's mainly because it's been around the NFL. Yeah, you have, haven't you? I've seen that. 
Yeah, but I've actually come, I once have come away from it. I wanted to do it. I just hadn't mm. thought about it. But my missus is more into it. I swear she she won't admit it. But it's like she's always said, "What what we're we doing? What what dishes we're we gonna do this year?" And it's like I've had to I've had to ask people what they do in America. And yeah, we 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 haven't quite got to that level. But um, yeah, we'll do it. But I have got to go to work on Friday. I do normally take the Friday off so I can try and make it a thing. But yeah, there's no reason why we're doing it. It's about thanking people, isn't it? Who wants to do that? Didn't you get quite drunk last year? Was it Thanksgiving? You got hammered? Would shock me. If, I, if there's any chance I can get drunk with the kids, maybe aren't around. Yeah, any time. Happens four times a year now. <laughs> any Tuesday. <laughs> so I hope you've got these stats at hand, James. I'm sure you, you've mentioned them once to me off off recording, so you must do. But how did like how did we get on last week? Well, I haven't even written them down because we all went two and four. Me, you, and Jordan all went two and four oh, in different dear. ways. In different ways, but we all went two and four. So we've gave the curse to Jordan. Um, yeah. So just a background lead, like, I mean, Andy had a, re- a couple of really good re- weeks where I think he went five and one and a couple of four and twos. I actually went six and zero oh twice, but I think what other than one, four and two, I've gone two and four every other time when I've done it. And we've, yeah, we are the two and four podcast. So, um, I generally felt quite confident last week. I, we all went very similar, bar like two games, I think it was. But yeah, when I was going through them, I was like, I'm pretty sure Jordan must have got three or four, maybe five. And then I looked here, I was like, no, <laughs> he got two. So we, we took the Saints, that backfired. Absolutely. Uh, we also took the Bills. Uh, we took the Bills. We all, oh, I think most of us, we all took the Panthers, so that backfired. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys, you two went the Cowboys, I didn't. So you that backfired, but I went to Steelers. I'm sorry, Lee. Ah, oh, um, come on, mate. I know it felt dirty. <laughs> it's just it's the way the both teams are headed. I thought, yeah, I don't want it to happen. But yeah, so I took the loss on that one. So yeah, two and four. <laughs> I'll be honest. When I sat down to pick the games for this week, there was about ten. I thought there was ten. I don't know, ten games you could easily have put into this competition. Um, That's unusual. I know. I know. <laughs> Normally, there's like, we, we pick four and then we're struggling for another two. But this one, there was just a absolute wealth of choice. So it is a very, very tough week. Um, so we will kick it off. And Lee, as always, we do ask uh, that the guest goes last. So we'll... Not me. You know, you're, the, you're the one that matters, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> Again, we would say don't don't be swayed by anything we say. We no, we, do, we try and put you off. <laughs> but we're going to kick it off with big old grudge game, and it's the Steelers at the Bengals. James, you or me? You, please. I'm going with the Bengals at home. Uh, they beat them once comfortably this season. The Steelers have got all manner of injury problems. Um, I think they picked up another, I read they picked up another two or three injuries from the Chargers game this week. So God knows what sort of state they're going to be in. I think Harris was under the concussion protocol maybe as well. Yeah. I don't know what's happening there. But yeah, I just like the Bengals at home. I think they had a nice comfortable win. Um, very dangerous offensively. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, when I when I originally looked at this without going into a little bit of research, I generally just put the Steelers down. I was like, they can't 
like they're the team that are always going to be above 500. So they've got to win somewhere. They can't let the Bengals win both these games. And then I, I, I remember hearing about a couple of injuries. So I just looked into it. And yeah, I think Harris is in the concussion protocol. And I was like, well, Big Ben hasn't got his number one target. Like, well, you know, there's a chance they don't move the ball at all. So I've gone the bingo, Bengals, but it is more because of the injuries and potentially who's out just because it's the Steelers. Like the Steelers are just one of those teams. I don't feel they should win any week, but they, they keep surprising me. But I've gone the Bengals. I just think they've got enough on that team and there is issues on the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals as well. Um, like you say, James, it, you know, the Steelers just hang around, but they've never had a losing record under Mike Tomlin and things like that. They just kind of win games when they shouldn't. But I feel like the tide's turning a little bit. Like Big Ben looked old on the weekend. You know what I mean? He looks really, really old. He looks like he just can't be asked at some points in the season as well. Mm-hmm. So, and where you've got, you know, Jamar Chase, Burrow, they look young, they look fresh, they look like they're coming for that kind of division, along with the Ravens, obviously, as well. And obviously the Browns, if they can be bothered stringing some wins together. But yeah, I just think the Steelers, like you say, as much as they'll hang around, I don't think they'll take this one. So I'm going to take the Bengals as well. That's boring for you, Dennis. Nice, nice friendly <laughs> start. This one, I'm glad you're going first on this one, James. I'm intrigued to see where you go on this, this one. I'm starting to realise when I'm so confident on one, this is when it goes wrong. 100% Patriots. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I know I didn't even tell the, the good people what it was, and you were just like, yeah. In. There you go. That's it's, it. It's the Titans at the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the problem is the NFL, there is no form. I feel like you might as well just throw the form out the window and, and just one one win, one defeat doesn't make a difference. But the thing is, it feels like for me, the Titans have got away with a couple this year. And I said that last week. And then they lost to a terrible Texans team. I wouldn't read too much into that. I think it's just more the Patriots are building something. They're building momentum. That defense is really good. And if the Texans can cause issues for, you know, for the Titans with four turnovers and getting pressure and causing all that chaos, there's one team that certainly can. I think the Patriots possibly, the way they're going, are actually a genuine top defense. Yeah, I keep seeing the Panthers pops up there and then they disappear for a couple of weeks. I feel like they're the sort of team that will float around and float around, but the Patriots are going to end up probably being a top two or three defense. So, I trust the Bill Belichick-led team to get a bit, you know, there's always those links with Bill Belichick, and this is another one. Um, And they've had some great matchups over the last few years, but I just feel good about the Patriots. I don't want to feel good, um, but I do. For me, it's not even even close. I'm going to Patriots. Yeah, this was probably the one I spent least time... uh stressing over um and it, it's it's it, people are going to say oh it's just re- you know you're just reacting to that loss it's not about that I, I would have taken the Patriots I think regardless um it just feels like that kind of matchup they've got a depleted offense I don't know is Julio Jones out is he still out is he back I thought he was on IR but I might be yeah. wrong. He's on IR, yeah. um yeah. He, if he's playing he's not doing anything um, yeah, so he's out. We know that they're struggling in the running game, and I, the, you know the team you don't want to be coming up against in that situation is is this Patriots team. So yeah, very tough day for Tannehill in uh, in the offing. I think I think it'll be a low scoring game, but I like the Patriots for it. Yeah, it, it it's one of them, isn't it? There's a couple of things on both sides really. Historically, Mike Vrabel's done very well against Bill Belichick. I don't think he's actually lost against him now, which is kind of surprising especially going back to what we said about the Falcons you know, earlier in the week and um, the hoodoo that Bill Belichick's got over him. But, you know, going back to what I said earlier in the week again, the Patriots, like we said, like we've all said, they're kind of building something. 
Bill Belichick's game plan master, isn't he, as well? And without Derek Henry, he doesn't have to take away the number one threat. So he's going to force Ryan Tannehill into, four, into throwing 60 times and, you know, he's going to make him kind of out of his comfort zone and probably get him on his back a few times as well. So, yeah, I'm going to go for the Patriots for this one. Probably pretty comfortable and very bull, kind of, uh, yeah, get his first L against Belichick, I think. And also, I think AJ Brown, he was in and out of that game. I feel like he might have picked up an injury as well, but I don't know how, if he's out for the game. or But if, if he's got some sort of injury, he he's not been that great either. So, hmm. you know, you want AJ Brown to be AJ Brown and playing well in this scenario. You've got no, you've lost your running back. You've lost Julio Jones, who's supposed to have a guy. And if he's not 100%, I'm not sure what, what they can offer. So, yeah, it's, I think it's straightforward, this one. Now then... Like I said at the start, there's plenty of games we could have included in this slate. But I think the fact that we've put this one in, it, it would have been a disservice not to put the books uh, at the Colts in because of how impressive that Colts win was. Um, so that's the next game. Uh, and I backed against the Colts last week and I find myself doing the same again. Um even though I obviously want them to win, James. <laughs> it bothers me that you're the best defence when it comes to facing the run game. Obviously, you, you, you don't give up anything there, really. Not to say Taylor won't be able to do something, but, the, you know, can the Colts mix up their attack enough to make a difference? And I, We talked about it in the last episode. I don't really trust Wentz to be able to do that. It would be a shame because you're susceptible to the pass game. Um, you know, and Pittman's been great this season. They've got some talent there, but I just don't, you know, when it comes down to it, Brady will just get it done. Don't trust Wentz enough. So I'm going with the books. This is a tough one. I think obviously being a Bucks fan, I am going to lean more towards the Bucks, but I have been honest in here. I have taken the Rams this year against the Bucks and that paid off. Um this isn't a game I'm looking forward to at all because, you know, good defences can, you know, they can get a bit of pressure. Brady's not that great when the pressure's there. Our line's pretty good. But the one thing we are definitely strong at is against the run, and that is their strength. You come, you look at a lot of these games, it's when the matchups certainly align in a certain way. And you, if the Bucks def, like run defence plays like it can do, I feel like it's been a bit suspect this year compared to the last two. But it, it, I think if they focus on it, they can definitely limit him enough that then Wentz is going to have to win the game. I don't know if I totally trust the backs, the secondary. Um, Pittman's the type of guy that's wide open. He can, he's tricky. You know, they've got a couple of receivers who can do that, and that's what the Bucks can't handle. So they definitely, I think they do put up points. I do think they find a way around it, and Jonathan will then have a few big plays because of it. But I can't back against us really. I, I, I don't know. This is a really good game. The Colts are in the right place. They're in. They're peaking at their point now. And but you know, the Bucks should be good enough to still edge this out. So I'm going the Bucks, but I'm not confident at all. I'm going to go the books. Uh, I, I kind of do want to go a little bit differently to you guys because we're all going exactly the same on every single one. But this isn't the game for it. I kind of want, you know, want to copy and paste everything that Andy said earlier, really. It's a matchup game. It's strength versus weakness. And the books are the better team anyway. So I think it's just uh, all pointing towards Tampa Bay taking it. Let's hope. You know, this is a familiar thing, James. I think it happened last two weeks where all the picks were the same until the last the last two or three. And so this is where it gets interesting. Well, the next one is the most interesting one. Well, I know because, I, you know, I've th- 
you, you get drawn towards putting in games where it's contenders and the, the better teams. And I thought, no, screw it. If there's two crap teams playing against each other, <laughs> we, should put, we should put them in as well. So we're going to have Jets at the Texans. Uh, your honour, James. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. It's like when you stood in, like you've had that, they could go, what's that smell? And you look at one shoe and it's got shit on it and you look at the other shoe and it's got shit on it. And you're like, oh, which one's better right now? Um, I've put down the Jets and I'll put this down fairly easily because I think early on in the season, it was a bit like the Lions. We were sitting there going, do you know what? They're, they're, they're challenged. Like they're, they're making this hard work for a lot of good teams. But then the moment they came up against teams that you fancy they have a chance against, they completely was useless. And, and obviously Ty, Tyrod was out. And maybe there's a bit of that going on, but a bit of me just feels like this is the sort of game where the Texans just end up being rubbish, and the Jets, I believe, are just, even though they're not, they're not good and they're, they've got their issues, they've got players who can make plays, and if they hang in this game, they get going and they win this game. So I don't know why, but I feel fairly confident that the Jets win this game. I can't tell you any more on that. <laughs> to be honest, that's exactly the line I was taking with it. Um, it is the Jets for me as well. Um, I know the, the the without Carter, um, the Texans had like started the season with about twenty five running backs, didn't they? All of which are garbage, largely. Um, I noticed they cut Philip Lindsay. Yeah, this week. I'm um, surprised, but well, I'm not. But I was at the start of the year. I thought he'd be the guy that jumps out, but no. Tyrod's just going to do it all. He's going to do the running, the throwing, everything else. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I can't see them having two two wins on the bounce. Seems a little bit excessive. I think. The Jets will be able to cook something up. Um, so, yeah, it's a strange game, but I'll go with the Jets. Right, so you put me in a right compromising position, haven't you, since I've just said I wanted to go against you guys. I agree with everything you guys have said. Obviously, I talked up the Jets on the last episode, uh, saying they've got some decent pieces. But in the interest of not having four games exactly the same, I'll just go for the Texans oh. to go against the grain. <laughs> well, do you think the whole prize could ride on this? Could be yeah. Right. The most I mean, important. yeah, we've got to have some difference, haven't we? Mm. <laughs> if you want to win, Lee, yes, you do. <laughs> uh, we've got two to go, and uh, it's am I going first? Yes, I'm going first on this one. It won't take very long. It's the Vikings at the 49ers. I'm going with the Vikings, James. <laughs> no, you're not justifying it. No, I don't need to. I don't trust the Vikings to do it two weeks in a row. Um, I think the thing we're coming out and saying stuff like that means it won't happen next week. Uh, You're putting us in the same boat as the Texans that they can't be trusted. <laughs> um, I think, to be honest, I'm pretty in the in fact that it's been proven this year. Um, I, I feel like I'm in that situation because I don't, I've only said two weeks ago, I don't believe in the 49ers. They've shown me a little bit, but I'm a little bit interested. But I just think this is the sort of game that you should be able to go and attack. Justin Jefferson should attack that. You know, that, that secondary is not good. That defense isn't particularly good. They should be able to run the ball on them. You should be able to throw it over the top on them. This should be set up for a Vikings offense to go and get 30-plus points again. It's just a fact that I just know this is going to be a low-scoring game. It's just going to be one of those where I expected it to be 60, 70 points. It ends up being 20-16. And uh, if it gets like that, I think that you guys will just get too defensive and the 49ers will just do like a, a trickery play. They run the ball down the throat and they just win the game. And I don't know if I want it. 
I don't, I'm sorry, I, I generally don't want it, actually. I want the Vikings to win. But this is where I feel like the 49ers are just trying to prove a point to me. So I've gone with the 49ers just to get back at them. <laughs> <laughs> Some backwards logic going around there, I think. If I um, back them, they lose, Lee. That's what normally happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you started off by saying, do you trust the Vikings? Do you trust the 49ers? I'm not sure I do either. But obviously we've talked about it. The, the, the Vikings kind of have this propensity to lose close games. I think this one's going to be a close one. I think both teams are going to run it, want to run it a heck of a lot. Um, as much as you know, Kirk's been throwing it around a little bit. I think that the 49ers, they had like a 13-minute drive or something like that didn't they, against the, the Jags. I think they're going to want to do that sort of thing again. I don't think they'll be able to do that against the Vikings because the Vikings have got a better team. But I think, yeah, they'll get into a close one. I think the 49ers will shade it. Andy looks really annoyed right now. That's <laughs> 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 we'll be invited back. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we went down that route, James would have been bombed out ages ago. <laughs> James has got this thing, you see, what he does, Lee, is he always says, I really want to back the Vikings and then backs <laughs> against them. Yeah. I've been hurt too much. Yeah. You, you've been hurt too much. <laughs> um, last game of this one is a really intriguing one. It's the Rams at the Packers. Is it? Oh, it's me, isn't it? Yeah. Um, there's no logic behind this because the Rams need to have a bit of soul searching right now, and they've had the time to think about it. So you'd like to think they might have found whatever's going wrong the last few weeks. I just can't go back, forget about the playoffs when they played each other. Um, a lot of people thought that'd be a really good game. The Packers would do this, do that, and the Rams just dominated them. Dominated them on defense, at least. And I just I can't get that out of my mind. I just I'm picturing Aaron Donald jumping all over Aaron Rodgers like the whole time and just making it a thing. So I've backed the Rams, but form would once again say really the Packers should be winning this game, especially being in Green Bay. So I feel like it's a stupid pick, but something's just telling me the Rams win this game. Mm. Interesting. I thought. I was a little bit shocked that the Packers didn't run the ball against us more than they did. I know they, they had uh, Jones was out, but there's a lot of hype about Dylan. I thought they would have they would have maybe trusted him with the rock a bit more. Mm. Didn't they only they only rushed? I think it was less than I think it was nine. Yeah, just less uh, nineteen times rushed in total against us. Um, you'd expect the Rams to kind of be. Up for it, coming off a bye, fit and firing, ready to put it right and all that jazz. But I don't know, two factors for me. Home field advantage, I think, will count in this one. And I trust, I hate to say it, but I trust Rogers more than I trust Stafford if it comes down to a, a shootout and who's going to make a mistake. I, I am taking Green Bay and I've been sick in my mouth. in the. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I mean, obviously, both teams are really, really good. It should be, it should be a good game on in, on paper. You know that football isn't played on paper. You know, with two good quarterbacks, two good coaches, with good good schemes offensively and defensively, they've got some players as well on both sides. Both teams have lost games that they shouldn't have against teams that they shouldn't have as well. So it's kind of a 50-50, isn't it? And I am just gonna really just give it to home advantage and just go with Green Bay. And it is like literally a cigarette paper kind of whisker between both of them in terms of the way I'm calling this. 
I am literally just going for home field advantage because both teams are fantastic. Hopefully it's a good spectacle. Hopefully it's a really good game and it's not like that playoff game that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's you know, kind of what you get with these games sometimes, isn't it? When they're, they're really good teams and it kind of fizzles out into like a bit of a meh game. Hopefully it's a good one. And I think, yeah, Green Bay just shade it by maybe a field goal or so. Andy, you might notice a little bit better being in your division. Mm. What's Matt Stafford like for the Lions? I know also they probably lost, but what's Matt Stafford been like against the Packers? Like I feel, I feel like he probably does all right. I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to have a look at that, but I'm still. I'm sure the Lions lost a lot of them, but I don't think that was yeah. Stafford. <laughs> I, I used to hate playing against him. I've said it on this show in the past. I hated coming up against him, even though we were always. I always felt like we were the better team than the Lions were with him in the mix, but he was always a quarterback that I was scared of. But we've said several times, haven't we, on this show that this season is really intriguing to see him freed from from all of the constraints that came with that position and see what he can do. Because then it'll be then we'll really know what Matt Stafford is because he's got no more excuses. So um he definitely needs to step it out after the last two performances because he's almost on Jared Goff level at the moment. But that's just a little blip. It's just I, I think he's too good to carry on that. And they are. They they definitely got the weapons. They are a really good team. And this should be a really good game. Let's just hope it's not the Cowboys and Chiefs. Well, I hope Rogers' toes are okay. Oh, keep standing on. Well, I know. I mean, he, his toe <laughs> wasn't a problem when he was rushing twenty five yards, but then when they lost, his toe was a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. He almost got sympathy when Go I was <laughs> We didn't include this game in the picks, but it's it's an interesting one to get your thoughts on. Um, Lions against the Bears. How many weeks we've been saying there's a win coming? There's a win coming for the Lions. They went very close with the Browns. They've been close with God knows who else. They can beat the Bears. I think, I think, right, if the Lions lose this game, because I think they probably should still, even with what's going on with the Bears and Matt Nagy. If they lose this game, they should never get Thanksgiving ever again. Why should we get the opportunity to watch a game at a sensible time in the UK and have to sit there for 90% of the time watching the Detroit Lions play a game? Like, can we have someone more interesting, please? And unfortunately, with the way the Bears are this year, this is this is my typical, like, oh, so exciting. Oh, brilliant. 1310. <laughs> That's my rant over. Yeah, with the, I don't know with this one. It's one of those isn't it, where if you do if you do think the Lions have got a win coming, it needs to come now, really, doesn't it? Because they don't really have too many winnable looking games coming up. Maybe they've got the Falcons on Boxing Day, but apart from that, this is now or never, really, isn't it? And if the Bears right. are like there for the taking, aren't they? So, you know, they're not very good either, as much as they've won a, a couple more games. Let's go for it. Let's go for the Lions. Yeah, I know we're not picking this, in the, this is part of the picks, but yeah, let's let's give them one. If they do win, then I know it's it's been banded about on social media today, but that is it for Nagy, isn't it? He's got to yeah. go if they lose that. I think it's, it's longer. Would you? Yeah, yeah. If he survives this, then sorry, there's something. He he's got stuff on on the, the people above him. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. It won't. It just imagine if it's like forty six. Something else ridiculous. That'd be that'd be perfect. Really will. And we're gonna win that division anyway, so happy days. Okay. We're back. We're back now, James, you know. Yeah. Well, I hope you are. 
we'll see next week. Imagine right? this is what frustrates me about this bloody team. Like we get a win like that, and then you think, oh, that's great. What a great Monday to go into when you've beaten the Packers. Five, what we're five and five. We should have won like three games at the start of the season. Imagine where we could be, and that is the story of being a Vikings fan. Well, the thing like, is, even if you were six and four right now, you'd feel completely different about the season. Yeah. Just one more win, which you could have easily done. The thing is, this is an opportunity. This is going to be tough, but you should. I think realistically, the way you're going, you should win this game. If you win this game, a bit like what Lee said, you've got the Lions. The Steelers aren't. You know, the Steelers are Steelers. They're not. They're not going to be easy. But why can't you beat that? And then you've got the Bears. You could potentially come out of this four straight wins, and then not only you're in the playoffs, but you're in a good place. Nine and five. You are competing. The Vikings have. If they lose this game, it completely changes everything. If you win it, it's all there for you. Yeah. Yeah, coach of the year and all that. <laughs> wow, yeah. I won't, I won't have it that he should have been fired two weeks ago. Yeah, if when you go 10 and, well, what is it, 11 and 6 now? Once you go 11 and 6 and you're telling me Zimmer's the best coach in the world, I will be like playing you every episode for the last seven or eight weeks. <laughs> if we can't be fickle, what can we be, James? Honestly. That's true, that's true. We're far from experts, so we can get away with it. Right, I'm out. I'm out of ideas. No, I just want obviously just thanks to Lee. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, obviously we'll ask him some stuff. But yeah, full full ten yards. Absolutely great podcast, great website, great content, and um, it's great to have you on, mate. To be honest. Yeah, chaps. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been fun over these couple of episodes. Um, but yeah, we'll have you back on what? Well, have you on, and then hopefully <laughs> have me back. Sure, was meant to say. <laughs> yeah, just tell before we wrap it up, Lee. Tell everybody what it is that your podcast like sort of vibe of it and what you look at I mean it's a similar vibe to you guys really you know a lot of people just sat, sit around talk, talking football but yeah full 10 yards we obviously cover all sort of aspects of football really you know we've got an NFL branch podcast I cover the college side of things um, and that kind of moulds into the draft kind of things uh, you know in a couple of weeks when the college football season's over and we're starting to move towards the playoff we'll start to talk about draft and stuff like that so you know if you're a Detroit Lions fan or a Bears fan and you're not very good then come over and listen to us because we'll be talking <laughs> about your next few players that you'll be getting over on our kind of draft um, kind of content that we're putting out um, yeah we cover a bit of betting and fantasy as well as, uh, as that on the website um, yeah no really good team over there and uh, we did a uh, draft guide and we'll be doing one of those next year as well so keep um, keep an eye out for that as well. Yeah, I can I can vouch for that. I, I bought it last year. Definitely good. It's, good man. Well, good man. What I liked about it was it was fairly straightforward. There wasn't like you know it was just you got a player, you gave the pros, the cons, what you liked about him, and it was just straightforward. Like sometimes you get these guides and it's like you're being baffled by science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the ins and outs and 14 pages on a player. We just want a couple of pages, and you guys nailed that. To be fair, so absolutely. I mean, you guys even don't you guys cover BAFA as well, like some of the. Yeah, we do. We do cover the brick ball stuff in the summer as well. So when when everyone's uh, kind of snoozing, there's not much NFL going on <laughs> and stuff like that. Then yeah, we cover all the brick ball side of things as well. Yeah, which is incredible as well. We've we've had um, we've had that featured on our, our show as well. We we wanted to get more involved in that, but it never happened. But absolutely, yeah, go over to the full ten yards as much as you know. We'd like what we do. You guys do, you cover so much and the knowledge is there, definitely. And you have everything from Kieran's Corner, if you've listened to it, I've even appeared on that, that's just don't listen to that one. But you've got Kieran's Corner, you've got like the NFL and you've got college. So absolutely, you cover it all and it's, it's really good. You guys know what you're talking about. 
Absolutely, yeah. Thank you for that. That's a nice, nice review. We'll put that. We'll clip that and put that on the <laughs> next podcast. Something like I that. don't think it's going to get you anywhere. But <laughs> <laughs> any testimony is a good testimony. But no, God, glad to hear you. Uh, you, know, you like the draft guide and stuff like that. But we'll be doing, like I say, a pretty similar product. And you know, like you say, it could be more complicated. But for a lot of people, they don't really want a complicated, complicated draft product. They want to know what's good about the player that they've just signed or you know, they just drafted and things like that. And that's kind of what we wanted to deliver. Um, and we'll be doing, like I say, something pretty similar. So keep your eyes peeled for that for everyone who's listening. Yeah, I hope. I mean, it would be good, James. I don't know. I'm, I'm putting Lee on the spot here, but it would be good if uh, maybe, obviously, post season when we start looking at the draft as well, we'll try and get Lee back on if you're yeah, interested absolutely. and do our happy, kind of happy to happy yeah. to come and chat to you guys anytime. And yeah, if it's all about the draft, then even better. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, thank you very much for your time, buddy. It's been an absolute blast. And uh, just be safe, and hopefully, we'll speak to you soon. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers, fellas. Have Have a good good week. week. See you soon. Peace out.